You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. What's up, what's up, what's, what's up? up? What's up, gang? It's your girl, Nikki Trent. It's Manny Oso. And you are listening to Bubble Bath Stories. It's your favorite 15-minute podcast. <laughs> Abby, because we get straight to the point. This week, I personally have been looking forward to recording this one. So oh, please yeah. let everybody know what we've been working on. I mean, on. <laughs> we've been talking about this for quite some time. Because, um, okay, so on TV, uh, anywhere that you see streaming, everybody's coming out with this specific genre. You know the genre I'm talking about. Yes. It's all about nostalgia. It's all about the reboot. Yeah, reboots. But not just any reboot, because some people are thinking maybe like How I Met Your Mother, yeah, where it's no, just another like version of a funny show. No, no, no. We're talking about dark, gritty reboots of wholesome shows. And you know what inspired this was the fact that um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was getting a reboot. Yeah. Bel-Air. And it has nothing to do with Fresh Prince. Yeah. It's called Bel-Air. It's called Bel-Air. I haven't watched it, but I've been following the movement on Twitter. Yeah. And from what everybody's talking about, this is not Fresh Prince. Don't, don't go into it looking for colors and happiness and laughter. Like, yeah. It's gritty and... And like drama film. Like I like from what I'm hearing, people are getting like um breaking bad vibes almost for a for a show that was essentially a comedic sitcom, right? And right? then nobody wanted, by the way. Remember how you guys were all hating out there? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> so so this is all coming out, right? Everything's got a, a dark a dark twist now. Um Sabrina Teenage Witch yes. came out with Sabri- the the mini the chilling adventures of Sabrina. So that was a sitcom for us growing up. We're actually rewatching. We're, yeah, we're currently, which we are, episode to come. Episode to come. Because <laughs> um, let me say, a little some problematic. Issues. I got well, some issues with that shit. A little problematic. But they have this yeah. reboot now, which is actually based more on the comics. Mm-hmm. However, the comics were also comedic. Oh, yeah, like, huh, oh, but like, And this is like a gritty reboot of that. Riverdale, which is obviously based Same off of thing. Archie, yeah. which is a comic book, is and talking about murder and mystery. So when R- Riverdale came out a little bit ago, it, but when it first did, I had no idea it was based on Archie comics until people like were telling me, and I'm over here like, wait a minute, are those... Are you serious? Like this is this is a comic? I I didn't want to believe that they were making this show. But apparently I haven't watched it. I'm not hating from what I hear. It this grittier version of it is yeah. like got a whole fandom you can't fuck with. So what's the point of this conversation? The point of this conversation is me and Manny got to thinking. Yeah. We watch a lot of TV, obviously, and one of our favorite things are sitcoms. And so we kind of sat back and thought. What if we took these sitcoms and we made it? What would be the grittier version of it? And would like would be like a show that we would essentially watch. Yeah. And the ones we came up with, let's just say, if anybody tries to take over our idea, it's already timestamped. So okay, you heard it here first. You heard it here. Here first. are the Bobat stories, dark gritty versions of some of your favorite sitcoms. All right, right. I wish we had sound about <laughs> <laughs> All right, the first one we're going to talk about, though, the first one we're going to talk about is okay. Frasier. 
Frasier. Love Frasier. What's Frasier about? The original. Okay, so Frasier's a spinoff of Cheers, mm -hmm. a character called um, Frasier uh, Crane. Frasier Crane. And he's a psychologist. Yeah. And so he moves back to Seattle. Yeah. His father, who he has a strained relationship with, gets hurt. And so now he becomes his caretaker. And it's like supposed to be about the relationship between father and son and brother. Check it out. I think it's kind of funny. It's hilarious. It's yeah. hilarious. You know, uh, started Kelsey Grammer. Well, not started, but skyrocketed definitely his right. career. However, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. What if we like there, take the laugh track out? I mean, there is a dark version of Frasier that you haven't heard. Here's what it's about. <clears throat> Two brothers arguing over whether to put their retired police officer father in a home or take care of him. And... Uh, or take care of him, yeah. But the thing is here, Marty is actually suffering from early stages of dementia and is a, a witness to Niles' plans to murder his wife and run off with Daphne. Dun, dun, dun. Now I gotta tell you, that version of Frasier, I think HBO would pick this up, right? Well, well, I didn't hear a lot about Fraser though. So, oh. like, what's what's his deal? How does he work into here? So, I'm thinking myself, this is still from the point of view of Fraser okay. as a psychologist, right? Okay. So he's got he's got um, uh, patients who come in. Okay. It's instead of a radio this is, show. This is after the radio show, okay. right? The radio show, like he talks <laughs> to people about it, like we well, you know back when I was on the radio. You gotcha, know. okay. And then he got a real job. He had to get, like, use his uh, degree. People weren't taking him serious. And this, like, he, he's, it's the point of view. This is what he's seeing, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, he's got to, you know, he still learns something each episode. What? <laughs> but, I mean, somebody's got to learn something, right? But, like, how does he play, like, is he for this Niles thing? Is he in on it? Does no. He know? Is he I think in us? this version... He he feels like Niles is up to something, but it's his brother, right? You know, so he's like, no, no, he wouldn't be up to that, right? But at the same time, this whole argument that's going on about like what they're gonna do with his father, he just like in the show, he doesn't. It's, it's such a burden, yeah. You know, and they now, have to learn to like grow together. And yeah, and and like I obviously. Daphne is in this with uh, no psychic powers, like in the. <laughs> okay, is she for this? Does she know? Because like in the sitcom, he longs yeah. for her for like fucking ten years. Yes, still. Is, is but he like is stalking? Be a psychological way. Is he stalking her and like she doesn't know it? Let's. Yeah. We should make him a stalker. Yeah, he has um, to be a low key stalker. It's gotta be like one of those one of those like conditions where he like causes issues with the, with their dad with marty so that she has to stick around <gasps> oh like a like a what is, like a like proxy like uh, munchausen yeah yeah, yeah. he's got he, like some form of munchausen but they keep him at fraser's house still <laughs> well yeah because he can't be she can't have that with his wife yeah oh my god i like uh I want to know more about what's happening with Frasier, yeah. but I like where this is going. But they're not going to call it Frasier. They're going to have to call it, like, the Cranes or something, right? Um, if, again, um I don't know, right, the Cranes. I don't <laughs> know. You tell us. What would be the title yeah, what's the name of this Frasier reboot? Okay, what's, what's next? Okay, here's one that we both love. Okay. Tell these people what King of Queens is about. 
Okay, wait, read the notes because I did well, forget the actual Oh, the people. actual King of Queens. Okay, so it's a fun, lovable sitcom about this very unlikely couple from yeah. Queens, New York. Uh, the husband's name is Doug Heffernan. He's a truck driver. He doesn't have much ambition. He's just like kind of enjoying life. And he's married to this very ambitious woman, Carrie Heffernan. And they also live with, uh, and her father lives with them in their basement, Arthur. And he's like a crazy old man. Totally built a Kevin James's career. Oh, for sure. It's hilarious. Hilarious. However. Sad, but hilarious. However, building on that sad Building. Note, yeah, let's hit them with those notes. If you watch King of Queens and really like watch it a few times, it's kind of a sick show, to be honest. Yeah, it's kind um, of sad. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious, but it's sad. And building on that. Okay. There's a version of King of Queens out there uh, in which Carrie actually suffers from a psychological self-abuse disorder. She constantly threatens self-harm if Doug doesn't stay in line. The neighbors and friends all believe her. Only her father, Arthur, is the one, the, the only one that believes Doug. But he's compliant after years and years of abuse. And Holly, who walked in and witnessed the self-harm going on, so she's dead. She's dead. Well, I don't know. I'm thinking so probably on the sitcom is a dog walker yeah. who walks author to get him out the house. Yeah. Watch it. Genius. <laughs> okay. What are you saying? Well, I'm saying in this version, um, she's got to be like some type of caretaker st still with Arthur, right? Yes. However, she witnessed this and she, it, out of, because everybody fears Carrie. She's still scary in this, right? Yeah, because even in the sitcom, so she's Carrie very tells like, her. Look, you. If you say anything, maybe she's threatening her career. Mm. Nah, I think she's gonna try and kill her. Send her a message. Be, I think she's gonna send her a message. Send her a message. Shut message. the yeah. hell up. Yeah. I, I feel like <clears throat> you still have guys that are that are um, very masculine around Doug, like like his friend in the show, yeah. Deacon. Yeah. Still gotta have a strong best friend, but this strong best friend. Constantly ask him, hey, what's wrong? What's going on? And like, but, it okay. takes a whole season for him to open up and find out. So, okay, because I remember I came up with this. So yeah, yeah, I've yeah, been, yeah, yeah. I've really been marinating on it. Yeah. So, I really think in this one, he doesn't tell anybody. You okay? Which is really? not uncommon. So, mm -hmm. there's that real factor. Um, the other thing is that it. it it just explains why he's not ambitious because Carrie won't let him be because she has like um like jealousy issues or whatever that's making her do these like whatever that's making yeah. her do things right she has to be the one that everybody views in the relationship as better. Yes. Kind of like Doug is not worthy of her, but yeah. really deep down inside, it's because she feels like she's not worthy of Doug. Because she wants everybody to be like, oh my God, how is Doug this unambitious fool with this like beautiful woman who takes care of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and sick. she wants people to wow. continuously tell her, you're too good for him. Now, but that, now imagine a character like that who, who is so convinced that she's a victim that she purposely makes her family fail around her so that she can be seen as a victim. 
that's a bad show. That oh my god. Oh. I don't know what the title of it would be. Yeah. I don't know if it should be King of Queens or like you know. So in the show, I don't know. you guys come up with one. Okay, so in the in in the re, in the actual King of Queens, mm-hmm. you also it it helped out a lot with Pat Oswalt's career. Yes, he's hilarious in the show because there's this whole running gag where him and his roommate. Uh, Danny are like a little too close. Yeah. You know, without saying it. It's funny for the 90, for the late 90s, early 2000s, you know? <laughs> Anyways, I think that was still playing well with this. Yeah, like they would be... They would definitely be a... a um, a, uh, a couple friends that Carrie also scares. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they're completely compliant. Sca- and Because she, she scares them in the sitcom. Yes. Yeah. No, it, yeah. It would just work so well. She's a psychopath. Okay, what's okay. the next okay, one? Okay, okay, okay. Let us know what the name of that show is, please. Okay, uh, we talked about Drake and Josh. But I think that gritty version is already happening. Yeah, it's if totally. If you know what I mean. We'll and find out what happens later. <laughs> okay, okay. Have you seen Is It Cake? <laughs> oh, my... Okay, I have so many questions about... If you are somebody who works on that show, please contact us. I have questions. Um, um, if you haven't seen it yet, it's this... Netflix show. It's a baking competition where bakers make the cakes look like something else, but they're actually cakes. Me... And they're supposed to fool people <laughs> into thinking that they're an actual object and not a cake. And then you win prizes, all the stuff. Mikey Day, Mikey who's Day. from SNL... Yeah is the host and it is like weird okay so i don't know it's definitely gonna get a season two though I don't worry know, i know that the point of the show is comedic you but know. you're not feeling it i mean there's some points where you're like okay i i i know why that's funny anyways if you've seen it you might like it if you got through it but there is another version of this is cake okay is this it is cake? the netflix Documentary. Okay, so yes, this one is was shot it cake? Netflix How to Make a Murderer style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? But is it cake? <clears throat> Mikey Day in this version is actually a psychotic killer. Because all the nice. He tortures his his captives into making cake for him in his dungeon lair. The show is actually shot Netflix doc style, with survivors giving first hand accounts at as Mikey Day is yet to be found. <gasps> so I'm thinking to myself, man, these people, like, they don't go anywhere. They have the same clothes on for, like, weeks and weeks. Yes, but you had told me, like, because how you build on it, I was like, oh, my God, tell me more. I was okay. totally watching So, this. yeah, like, if you watch it, right? So, it, like, it, it's as if these people have no other choice. Like, they don't know what they're doing there. It's like, almost like the way they wake up on Saw. So what he's referring to is the contestants who aren't baking have to sit in a gallery for like eight, 12 hours. And you're like, what the fuck? There's what are this, they supposed to do? There's this part on the show where they, when they, right before they start baking, they always, he always tells them, you have eight hours to bake. Which, if you watch a regular cooking show, they usually say like an hour, 40 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. But the way he says eight hours, I always feel like... It's daunting. You're not allowed to go anywhere. Yay, yay. And that's what he does to them in this season, in this uh, version. He, uh, He actually traps everybody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and these people are telling their accounts they're like he would he would make us watch these people make cake and he wouldn't let us go anywhere and then in the documentary they also account to the people the judges right oh interesting. the judges come in and they're like we didn't know that's what was going on 
Mm. Like under the the contestants were under threat of being murdered. That if they said anything, he would like I don't know maybe make the place explode. Okay, boom. Yeah. How did we get here? Like, what happened that he was like, I'm going to do my own TV show. And then he starts kidnapping people and then, like, making Oh, them. you mean his motive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Like, what he had to have... I feel like he had to have a breakdown. Um, What it, was it that It's got to be something between uh, Wild and Out and SNL. No. <laughs> Oh, he hasn't been on that show in years. Put some respect <laughs> on his name. I'm so bad. Uh, maybe he did a bad Netflix movie and... <laughs> uh, no, I think that maybe he got fired from SNL because yeah. he thought his life was going to go into like this different... Where his star was going to rise, right? Yeah. And he got let go and he was like, well, it's cool because I got this other gig and then the other gig didn't work out and he just like snapped. And yeah. he was like, I'm going to make my own show. and But really he was... Captivate, captivate, cap. He was capturing yeah. people. Okay. And, yeah. And, and I know what the straw was that broke the camel's back. Okay, what was it? So he was leaving the TMZ building, and then he forgot to hold the door open for Kanye West. And on his next song, Kanye bodied him, and it ruined his career. No. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I Anyways. Like that. Anyway, delete that. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> that, that documentary is called It Was Cake. <laughs> it Was Cake. Well, is it like question mark? It Was Cake. Oh my God. Anyways. Okay. Do we have time for one more? I think we got time for one more. All right. Let's do this little last one because mm -hmm. it's actually a really good one. Okay. This one? Yeah. Or this one? Oh, which one is this one? Who's this? Cheers. Um, nah, this one's okay. like, okay. So we actually had to have a conversation about this last one. Have you seen Two and a Half Men? Have you seen that show with perspective? Okay, so I do want to say this. Not every show, like not every sitcom is really truly just a sitcom. Like some of it is kind of sad, but it's funny. Yeah. Like. Award winning show, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those laughs had to be coming from somewhere. But, you know, if, if you ever decide to maybe take the laugh track off and just, like, think about what's going on in that oh, show, God. it's its own gritty version as it is. <laughs> Let me tell you what Two and a Half Men is about oh, yeah. with some perspective. This is a dark and gritty show on its own when you think about it. It's about a divorced dad being taken for all of his money, never respected as a doctor, and forced to move in with his brother, who constantly drinks and sleeps with prostitutes, influencing his teenage son. Both him and his brother hate their mother. I mean, that's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. <laughs> let me let me build on that. Yeah. Okay, check it, right? So what's his brother's name? Uh, Charlie Alan. and Alan, yeah. So, okay. <clears throat> The actual show is about two brothers, Charlie Sheen's in it, look it up, whatever. You probably are never gonna watch it. Anyway, um, in this version, the doctor's a chiropractor, but it's on some like doctor death shit. Like he is just like, he has to give his ex-wife all this money, he's living yeah. with his brother, he gets no respect. So he has to do some like outside illegal doctoring. Yeah. That's a word, okay. look it up. Um, Wait, is he, is he? Like doing illegal doctoring, like let's say somebody gets shot, or is he doing illegal doctoring like he's he's telling people they have illnesses they don't have? 
Ooh. Because you talking Dr. Death. You right. That's Dr. Death. I was thinking on some like. Trying to cash insurance like, checks. No, know? I was thinking on some like organized crime shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck I don't it. think you got to do it. I think in a show like this that we're talking about, you can bring in organized crime later. Wait, okay. You have to start out by making them already uh, forgetting a couple checkbox. It has to start small with someone. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Okay. It's got to be like. I guess I, mean, I can do this. I guess I can do that. I guess he, to like, I need to do this or I'm in trouble. He, I mean, he lives with his brother, his yeah. rich, successful brother. Anyway, so the mother's like super emotional. She, I think she kind of hates her sons. I don't really know what's happening. Well, she's but, like, definitely an, an alcoholic and like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. pill popper in this mm -hmm. show. And so obviously the older son is kind of like that. I think the teenager should be her connect <gasps> for pills. Or the other way around. Because he has to, like, he's worried about money. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I in this that. show, I in this love version, that for this. in this version, Jake is a dealer because he uh, he's trying to save up money to get out of there. I love that for this version. Yeah. Everybody's probably in school like, yo, you got to like the best life. You live in a mansion in Malibu. You're, you're, you have access to all of this stuff. Like, if you don't have money, but like, you have access to things you don't need money for, and he hates it. Because he's got to deal with Charlie. He's got a... What's their relationship? Is it like he bugs... I feel like he bugs him. Like he's like, ah, you're not I think, real, man. You know what I'm thinking is um, there's like a... Uh, a He sees Charlie as two different. He sees it as two different things. He sees him as an uncle who he can get advice from. Uh -huh. But he also sees him as a deadbeat. Oh. Right? Not because of what he does... But because I, in this version, there's an episode, check it. One of the prostitutes, pimps comes over. Okay. And beats up Jake. <gasps> Why? Because Charlie didn't pay. Charlie wasn't there. And he thought that Jake was the John. <gasps> and so he beats him up, right? And so he's like, oh, I can't believe you would get my son in this kind of trouble. Hey, yeah, yeah. Like, why did you do that? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, I... Like, what are you talking about? I paid her. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you still put him in this danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But then he's like, you're living in my house. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, like, at the end, he, he doesn't feel... Out. Yeah, he doesn't feel... He's like, well, why are you even in my house? Wow. You know? Oh, my God. It's not a real show, right. but I'm already invested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We have taken too much of your time. We have. But thank you to all of our listeners and followers who... um answered our call we wanted to know what you what sitcoms you guys love and yeah. what's your favorite because we are doing a live this wednesday yeah where we're we're gonna take those ideas and we're gonna make up some other dark grittier reboots so yeah. we hope you join us it's gonna be at 7 30 p.m eastern 7 p.m eastern so definitely if you have a uh idea you want to throw our way Throw it at me. I'll give you a dark gritty reboot of Arthur. <laughs> or we want to hear yeah, we want to hear if you guys have dark gritty versions. Yeah. Um, you guys want to know where we are at? It's TikTok, Facebook, Instagram yeah. at Bubble Bath Stories. You can even check our YouTube page at Bubble Bath Stories. And if you want to know what I'm up to, you can follow me at Nikki Chuns on IG. You can follow me at Got No Time for This with the number four. On IG. On IG. And if you're looking to join the conversation in style, please be sure to join. Please be sure to hit up our website, bubblebathstories.co, for official 
merchandise. Until next time, duckies. Bye. Bye.